Hi, everyone. This is Lori Joyner from Lori Joyner Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk practically about all things discipleship related, such as where to find people to disciple, what to do on a typical discipleship appointment, and how to help our disciples grow in Christ. Whether you're just starting out or looking to sharpen your discipleship skills, you're in the right place. Hey, you guys, it's Lori Joyner, your discipleship coach. Now, in episode two, we talked about the many different areas you can find a person to disciple that you would look in the areas you're already plugged into, such as your place of work, your church, your hobbies, and that was where you would find people to disciple. But today, we're going to cover how to initiate with them. I mean, literally, actually, what words to say to start the discipleship journey. I feel many people want to disciple others, but they're really unsure what to say to get the ball rolling. I personally tend to describe what we will be doing as opposed to using the word discipleship. Now, I may eventually use that term, but many people are confused as to what that even means. So instead, I invite them to what we will be doing. I think you'll understand what I'm talking about as I share with you some of my favorite scripts I use. So let's unpack five scenarios and the corresponding scripts I would use in each. Okay, scenario number one, think of a person in your life who asks you spiritual questions. Perhaps this is a person you work with or converse with at church. You just seem to be the one they're comfortable with asking their spiritual questions to. So you could say, hey, listen, um, would you be interested in just meeting together on a regular basis? We could spend time talking over your questions and reading the Bible. I have some short lessons from scripture I think could really help you. Okay. Scenario number two, a person who is a new believer. Now check this out. If you happen to come across someone who has recently placed their faith in Christ, let's say within the past two years, ask them point blank. If someone has come alongside them to walk through the basics of the Christian faith with them, and if the answer is no, then you can just follow it up and say, you know, there's some topics in the Bible I'd love to show you that will help you build a strong foundation in Christ. Would you be available to meet regularly and explore those with me? Okay, scenario number three. How about somebody that's new to your church or new to your Sunday school class? You might recall that I've taught in the past that the number one place to find people to disciple is at church. People are literally walking in the doors for help. And if they are new, you can say to them, hey, well, I wondered if you would be available to meet weekly for about six weeks. We have a Bible study we do with each new person explaining the basics of Christianity. And I'd love to go through those with you. Okay, scenario number four. This is a catch-all scenario. This would be for any woman you know, or if you're a male, any man you know, and it's this. I'm starting a small Bible study this fall, and I'd love to invite you to be a part. We're going to meet weekly for about two months and explore foundational lessons of faith in Christ or and explore basic Bible lessons. Would you be available to join in? Okay, our final scenario, and this is really a bonus scenario for those of you that listen to my podcast, and it goes like this. Hey, I listen to a weekly podcast about the importance of helping others spiritually. And as the speaker shared about meeting together with others for short Bible study lessons and prayer, well, I couldn't help but think of you. And if you're up for it, I'd love to get together on a regular basis to learn about God together. All right, so there you have it. 
five scripts you can use to invite another to begin a discipleship relationship. So you may choose to come back to this segment of the podcast and write down the script you like the best and memorize it so you'll be ready. Now, I want to take a little detour here and urge you not to be picky. Don't limit yourself on who to disciple. Whoever God puts in your mind, whoever God lays on your heart, whoever God puts in front of you that needs help, do it. Whoever God brings to mind, initiate, step out in faith, and use one of the scripts I mentioned to get the ball rolling. Don't be picky about who to disciple. What do I mean? Well, for me personally, I'm not picky about the age of the woman, okay? She may be older than me. She might be younger than me. She might be in my same age group, but I'm not picky about it. I will disciple her if she's willing to meet with me. I'm also not picky about a woman's cultural background. She may be from a different country. She may speak a different language. She may have different traditions. Doesn't matter to me. If she's willing to meet with me, then away we go. I'm not picky about denominational differences. She might be Baptist. She might be Methodist. She might be Catholic. Listen, traditions of man within different denominations do not deter me from sharing basic Bible lessons. Matter of fact, I would love to disciple women in every single denomination with every single cultural background I possibly can, because one, it's just fun that way, keeps it interesting, how boring to disciple people just like me. But also, wow, God has planted women in all these different cultures, in all these different denominations, and I can help equip them with basic Bible lessons, and then they can be those disciple makers in their churches? Absolutely. I'm also not picky about if the person is saved or not. That's right. Sometimes discipleship starts with a person who is confused about Jesus or has no spiritual background, or maybe they're even doubtful about Christianity. It's okay. Hey, if they're willing to meet with me and talk about spiritual things and talk about the Bible, we are going to do it. Make sure if this is a situation you find yourself in, make sure to use my Start Here Bible study as it is evangelistic in nature. It is basic, it's foundational, and in lesson two, I share the gospel message of salvation in Jesus Christ, and there is a clear opportunity for the person to make the life-altering decision to place their trust in Jesus Christ. Now, when I speak on this topic, I usually pause here, and I make the joke that basically, if you have a pulse, I'm going to try to disciple you. (laughs) So it's okay if they're different from you. It's okay if you haven't known them very well or for very long. You are just sharing what you know spiritually and leaving the results to God. So finding a woman to disciple is a matter of prayer and keeping your antenna up. If you're a man, if you're a woman, you're praying every day, Lord Jesus, use my life to help others. Reveal to me a person who would benefit from me walking alongside them spiritually for a season. Okay. Now, you know, I like to end my podcast with a keeping it real moment. And as I mentioned above, you can disciple people at any age, right? Older than you, younger than you. Well, when I was in my mid-20s, I was living in an apartment without a washer and dryer. So to the laundromat, I went each week. And one week, I was busy stuffing and stamping ministry envelopes and newsletters while my clothes were washing. And out of the corner of my eye, I noticed an older woman by at least 20 years, and she was sitting alone. And I felt like God urged me, you know, to talk to her. 
And I reminded God that, well, I was busy getting these newsletters ready to send out the next day. And I was actually happy about the fact that I was getting this task done. As a side note, that's when you know God is real. (laughs) And when he's talking to you, when you begin to argue with him, right? Well, anyway, I kept double tasking and God kept knocking on my heart. And I really thought to myself, what do I have in common with her? Like, what would I even say to her? Like, we're in two totally different stages of life. An opportunity was right there to talk about God, but I was wanting to work instead. Now, I am a task-oriented person, but at that moment, I really should have paused and talked to her. Well, anyway, long story short, after a while, I look up, and I kid you not, she had picked up a Jehovah Witness pamphlet that was on the back of one of the washing machines and was reading it. And I was alarmed because if you don't understand, Jehovah Witnesses do not teach the true gospel. And they do not use a regular Bible. And I was like, okay, Lord, you got my attention now. And I basically started up a conversation with her. I mean, you know, I started talking about the laundromat and how often she came. And isn't it a bummer? We don't have a washing machine and dryer. And then I asked her, you know, about the pamphlet she was reading and if she understood it and why was she reading it? And she mentioned, well, she didn't have anything better to do. And besides, she had been thinking about God lately. I was shocked and saddened about my own self that I hadn't obeyed God's promptings earlier. But anyway, long story short, I explained to her the way of salvation. That evening, I got to share with her that God loved her and that we are sinners in need of forgiveness and that Jesus Christ had died for her sins, was buried, and was raised from the dead, and that we each have the opportunity to individually place our faith in Christ for eternal salvation. That conversation lasted through our drying and folding time together. By the time our clothes were ready to be put in the car, Belinda paused to pray with me and to place her faith in Christ. Quiz here, what do you think I did next? Well, I asked her if we could meet again regularly while I walked with her through some basic Bible lessons to get her footing in her new relationship with Christ. And so there I was, a week later, at my dining room table, discipling a woman 20 years older than me in the basics of the Christian faith. Question of the week. Which one of those scripts stood out to you the most? Do you think you could take one of them? Feel free to change the wording a bit to fit maybe your personality or how you would say it and use it this week, what's holding you back? You know, there are people in your life right now who need somebody to walk alongside them spiritually. And I've literally given you the words to say to get it going. You know what the great news is? I mean, the really great news is, is that your next discipleship relationship is just a script away. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, would you open our eyes? Give us a big heart of bravery. Help us take those steps of faith to initiate with people spiritually. Lord, we want to lead people to you, to saving faith in Jesus Christ. And then we want to help them grow. And so, Lord, we want to be a part of a person's spiritual journey at any place you let us come into their life. 
And so, Father, this week, I pray that each person that's listening to this podcast would have a divine appointment, an open door of opportunity. They would see with spiritual eyes. They would use their mouth. They would say maybe one of the scripts that I shared today or maybe something you give them to say, Lord, which would be much better than my scripts ultimately, and that discipleship would begin. It doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't have to be stellar. It just needs to get started. And so, Lord, we just say that we love you, we need you, and we worship you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lori Joyner Ministry serves the global body of Christ with discipleship resources, publications, and ongoing coaching and consulting of discipleship ministries. To invite me to speak at your next event and to see a full list of my discipleship books and Bible studies and resources, please visit me at loriejoinerministries.org.